Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Saul Weinreb, the host of this podcast. Thank you for joining us again as we continue studying this extremely difficult and painful chapter, which is chapter 11 of the second book of Samuel, Shmuel Bet, Parak Yud Aleph. We are up to Pasuk, uh, verse 16, <coughs> uh, Pasuk Tezayan. And we have just read of uh, David's uh, last attempt uh, at covering up the sin. Uh, he slept with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, Uriah Achiti, and um, he attempted to cover it up by having Uriah sleep with his wife, but that didn't work. Uh, so now he is going to do the ultimate um, and a uh, way of covering up his sin by having Uriah killed at battle. The, um, the, uh, uh, and he sent Yoav a message uh, asking Yoav to place Uriah at the front lines during the heat of battle and then abandon him so that he fought alone against the enemy, <coughs> thus uh, <coughs> exposing him to almost certain death. Of course, Vayib, um, Yoav received this. Yoav has no idea um, about what happened at the time, and he presumably would assume that David had a good reason for wanting Uriah to be killed. Um, so, Vayibishmor Yoav el Ha'ir, when Yoav was uh, besieging, he was uh, guarding the city. In other words, uh, as you know, as a siege, they laid around the city, guarding, you know, making sure no one gets in or out, and continuing the battle. Vayitain es Uriah el Makom, and he posted Uriah in a position, in a place, Asher Yoda, that he knew Kian that there were warriors there. In other words, at a place where he knew the enemy had stationed solid warriors. And the people of the city came out, and they waged war and battle, and they fought against Yoav and his men. And some of the people of the servants of David died. And in this battle, Uriah passed on as well. <coughs> so this is <coughs> Yoav accomplishing what David wanted to accomplish. And the verse seems to be presenting it in such a way that others fell in this battle as well. So in his attempt to only have Uriah killed, Uriah wasn't the only one who suffered, but other brave warriors suffered because of this of this act, uh, you know, placing them in a place which was well defended, which was not a very good tactical move, and exposed his soldiers to unnecessary risk in order to achieve the end result of having Uriah killed, and now other people get killed along with him. So this is just further driving home the depth of the sin that David had occurred and the consequences of attempting to cover up that sin and then cover it up again and cover it up again and more and more and more and more people suffer because of it. Vayishlach Yoav and then Yoav sent a messenger Vayagele David at called Milchama and he described all of the events of the battle. Now obviously Yoav is not just going to send back a letter and saying Uriah died because a lot of people died. And uh, so, and if he sent back a message just saying Uriah died, it would look suspicious. It would seem that David was trying to cover something up. And remember, there were already people that knew that Bathsheba was escorted to the king's house. So this is becoming a really big mess here. So, so Yoav, in order to send a, a message that looked realistic, back he says, So in other words, if I Yoav, this is verse eighteen. 
Yoav sent the message, He gave him a report of everything that occurred in the battle. So he gave him a full, you know, a full briefing on the, sta- the status of the battle against Ammon, which is typical and understandable for the general to send such a message back to the king. <coughs> and then he said, And then he, he, he told the messenger to say, When you finish, giving a report of all the battles, all the wins and the losses and the movements and the positions, etc. If the, if the king gets angry at you, so Yoav has to present this to this messenger in, in a very kind of backhanded way to make sure the message gets across without the messenger knowing exactly what happened and why he has to get this message across. So he says, the king is then going to get angry at you. Why did you do something so stupid? And expose that the the soldiers to such risk right so when the king gets angry and I'll say to you why did you why did you um come so close in battle to the city to wage war where you knew they had there was heavily fortified like you must why didn't you have a better strategy than that don't you know that 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 um that they are going to shoot at you from on top of the walls like, well, how, come, how could that be so stupid? He's going to get mad. Like, what kind of a stupid strategy is that? And, and this is Yoav imagining the kind of speech that the king would give. He says, If you remember back in the book of Judges, we learned the story of Avi Melech, who declared himself king, who was an abusive, vicious, murderous dictator, who was, uh, which we read about in the book of Judges, who was an awful person. And we knew he met his ignominious end by uh, by being uh, uh, killed by a uh, a woman who was standing at the top of the wall and dropped a rock on his head, so hello isha a woman had dropped from the top of the wall a a, a big millstone right uh, from the wall of and he ended and and he um and he died there in Tevets. So I mean anyone can kill anybody by dropping anything from the top of the wall, even a woman with a rock. So, why are you going to the wall? So, when the king gets mad and says this, answer, then you should say that your, 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 your servant, Uriah the Hittite, also passed in this battle. In other words, obviously, you don't have an answer. You're not the one who made this strategy, but just tell him this news, um, you know, that Uriah also passed away. And... Uh, and then the king will will calm down because he'll understand that there was, um, you know, that the purpose of the battle uh, was fulfilled. Now, so this whole thing is one big mess. I mean, a mess on top of a mess on top of a mess, and a cover up after a cover up, and it just makes one's stomach turn just to just to um, just to read this. But it is intended to read that way, and that's the experience that we're supposed to experience when we read this. So the messenger went via Vo, and he arrived at the palace via Gedel David, and he told David it's Kol Yoav everything that Yoav had told him. Vayomer Hamalach El David, and the messenger told David Ki Gavru Aleinu Ha'Anashim that the men, in other words, the Ammonite, the enemy soldiers, were more powerful; they were powered over us. and they came out against us in the field. So he painted a story that described why they approached the wall. So we chased them back until we got to the gate. And once we got to the gate, 
Vayoru hamorim el avodecha then the archers that were standing on the top of the wall started shooting arrows to, to your servants, to your men, and of the servants of the king, many died, and even your servant, Uriah the Hittite, Uriah also passed away. So David had to react in such a way that he, that he cared about the loss of his soldiers. He couldn't act you know, satisfied that Uriah had passed. So he said, now you go back to Yoav and give him this message. This is what you should say to Yoav. Don't let this thing be bad. In other words, don't be depressed over this, this loss, this terrible loss that happened. Because this is how things go. This is how battle goes. The sword it eats, the sword destroys in battle. Strengthen your war against the city and you can destroy it and you can take over it and give him strength. And that's what you should do. In other words, give, 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 give Yoab the general strength. And now the, the awful tragedy has now reached the ears of his wife, of Bathsheba. She heard that her husband, Uriah, had passed and she was sad and she was uh, lamented over the loss of her husband. <coughs> and this is the ultimate, ultimate tragedy has now come full circle to a woman having lost her husband in battle as a result of the deeds of the king. <coughs> After her period of mourning passed, and David sent out and he gathered her into his home and she became his wife. So this is also part of the cover-up. By bringing him into his house, he's trying to set up a face like, well, my trusted soldier died. I will be kind and bring his wife into the palace and make her my wife so to take care of her. Uh, and then he can also cover up the legitimacy of the child and just say that it's his child because he brought her in. And this thing which David had done was very bad in the eyes of God, um, and that is a major understatement. So this is how the story, con- well, it doesn't really conclude because it's going to have repercussions continuing through the rest of David's life, but this is the end of this episode. Uh, in my next podcast, I am going to just mention a few points about this story that I think are important. Thank you so much for studying this together. (coughs) Looking forward to studying chapter 12 and, of course, the rest of the book of Samuel together.